Who are you listening to? The 10 people I'm spending the most time, energy, seeking out, listening to, paying attention to right now. In the last episode, episode 57, I talked about numbers 10 through 6. We split it up into two different episodes. In this episode, I go through numbers 5 through 1 on my list of 10 people I'm paying the most attention to right now. I'm Russ Hill. Welcome into the Decide to Lead podcast. This is the podcast for those who've made the decision to lead and are looking for ways to more effectively influence others to accelerate results. This is episode 58. This is the Decide to Lead podcast with Russ Hill. I make my living helping leaders change the way their teams think and act to deliver results. You can find out more about what that looks like. If you've always wondered, if you've been listening to this episode for a while, wonder what exactly does Russ do or how do I connect with them or whatever it might be, go to RussHill.com. There is a link in the show notes. Super easy for you to swipe up in the Apple podcast player. If you're listening on Spotify, you'll see the show notes there and you can just tap right on your phone screen on the link and go to RussHill.com. Thank you so much to all of you who are reaching out, sending me direct messages on LinkedIn, Instagram, different places. It, it actually is super uh, meaningful to me as you, um, you let me know. Hey, in fact, it's crazy to see where you are, where people are listening to this podcast, how many different countries uh, you, you don't look like I picture you. I don't know what I picture you looking like, but I mean, it's the diversity of the audience is just fantastic. So um, I'm loving it. So yeah, if you haven't yet direct message me, connect with me on LinkedIn. That's the platform I spend the most time on. I put out content twice a day there, short little videos or, you know, I write, uh, it's kind of like a, a shortened blog, if you will. I put out content for leaders who are trying to change the way their teams think and act. I do that on LinkedIn twice a day and then I post once a day on Instagram and Facebook. Those are, and then I'm putting videos out on YouTube. I'm, <laughs> you guys, I'm trying to do so much, create so much content. Um, because something that I get a lot of fulfillment from is helping leaders again, more effectively or change the way their teams think and act. And so when somebody messages me and says, hey, Rob, man, Russ, I was really helpful or something I didn't think about before, then, um, it's very rewarding to me. So I know I've got to put out more content to, to help more people. Um, and, and I'm learning so much. Well, I, I started this podcast a couple of years ago because I've got access to these senior executives of some of the largest corporations, companies in the world. I'm on the phone with them. I'm in the zoom meeting, a lot of zoom meetings with them right now. I'm listening to them. I'm coaching them. I'm observing. And so, you know, when I, I had been doing this for a few years, meaning doing, working with leaders, coaching and consulting them. And I thought, Man, I, I'm not. I ought to. I ought to be sharing these lessons with a broader audience. I ought to be telling more people what I'm seeing, what I'm learning, what I'm coaching people on, and uh, and so that gave birth to this podcast, which then caused me to start putting out more content um, in different places. So, thank you to the thousands of you who listen to the podcast. It's very meaningful to me. So, on this episode, we are going through the second part of my top 10 list of people who I'm listening to the most right now. Now, if I put this episode out like in maybe three or four weeks, the list would be a little different. 
Like I, I, I think eight out of the ten names, nine out of the ten names would probably be the same. But there, this this list is constantly in motion. Okay, so I don't want anyone listening to this to go, "Wow, these are the ten people who've had the biggest impact on Russ's life and who he's advocating that I spend a lot of time reading." And no, I'm not. I'm just saying, in the, if you took a snapshot at this exact moment, who are the ten people I'm listening to the most? This is the list, and I think I'll do this from time to time. I, I I love hearing other people's recommendations or their thoughts on who they're listening to most, and uh, and so I thought, why not share mine? Okay, so if you if you didn't listen to the last episode, just go find you know you can find it in the podcast app you're listening to this on. Look for the other episodes and go to fifty seven. Is that right? Yeah, episode fifty seven, and you'll get numbers ten through six on my list. Today, it's numbers five through one. And I am doing this in order. It's not totally uh, in order, but pretty much on um, who I'm spending the most time listening to. Okay, so number five on my list. We're picking it up with number five. People I'm listening to most right now. This will change in a few weeks, in a few months. But Sean Cannell makes number five on my list. And I know 99% of you are going, who the crud is Sean? And I put links, just like last the last episode, there are links in the show notes right there in the podcast app you're listening to. Um, I put a link to each one of these individuals' websites so that if you want to dig in more on them, you can click on that and then go find them in social media or their books or their podcast or whatever else they're doing. Sean is a YouTube expert. And and I just, he, he's I really like him. He lives in Las Vegas. He, in fact, I think he and his wife are expecting their first kid right now. Sean puts out a ton of content on on uh, YouTube. That's how I found him. And he does reviews, like on cameras, on lights, on microphones, on, on audiovisual equipment. So when I started building out my podcast and then started doing video and buying lights for my home office and different things years ago, um, I found Sean just in searching YouTube. And then I discovered, well, he teaches other people how to do that. So then I bought a course from him about you know how to put videos out on YouTube and and get people to 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 see them. The second part of that I haven't gotten good at yet. I'm pu- I'm putting videos out and and but it takes time. You know, one of the things I've learned in putting out content is for about the first six months or twelve months or eighteen months, there's like hardly anybody listening. And, and the, the advantage of that is it allows you to get really good at your voice. You, you learn how to tell stories, you learn how to, how to, um, what, 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 what sticks and what, what people react to and what just falls flat and you, what you probably shouldn't talk about again. And so it takes a while to, to build up an audience. And so I'm new on YouTube and I'm not consistent on it, although I'm trying to change that, but I, I haven't figured out exactly how to do that. Um, and keep a job and, uh, keep clients and, um, be a dad and a husband. And you, you know, you know what I'm talking about. So Sean, back to the, back to the list. Sean is really good at, um, at coaching people on how to have a presence on YouTube. So for a lot of you, you're going, yeah, that's not important to me. Okay. Don't worry about it. But people I'm listening to right now, Sean's high on that list because I've been putting some effort and in intending to put more effort into YouTube this year. Um, and if you want to see, you know, how to, how to build a brand on Instagram and on YouTube in different places, um, Sean is somebody who could help you. I, you guys, I'm just convinced 
I know some of you own companies. I know some of you are senior executives of Fortune 100 companies. I know some of you um, are, are, you know, just on your own, in, in, independent kind of contractors, if you will, and freelancing and what, what, whatever you might be doing. And so maybe you're not putting a ton of energy into building your own brand. I think that's a mistake. I think in the modern economy, you, you've got to think of yourself as a free agent, like in football or in sports, somebody who um, brings a ton of value to a team and then might change teams and go to a different place. And I thought, you know, when I graduated from college and, and even in high school, I thought I'm going to spend my entire career in the media business. I'm, I'm going to be somebody you're listening to and watching on the news for 40 years of my life. And it lasted for 20 years and I loved it. And then I never even pondered the idea that I might do something different. And then here I am three or four jobs later and doing something. I never thought that I would be coaching senior executives of, you know, three of the, the 10 largest companies in the world. I never thought I'd be in the room with them. I never thought that I'd, I, I, it just, I, I just didn't, I didn't know that I was going to coach people on how to manage culture. And so you don't know, my point is you don't know what the future holds. And so there's tons of value in you building a brand and putting out content and, um, and viewing yourself as a free agent and bringing value to whatever organization you lead, own, or work for right now, but who knows what the future holds. And so um, I, I just find a ton of value in building brand and Sean, somebody who helps. Okay. Way too much time on Sean. Number four, Adam Grant. Some of you may know Adam. He's written, um, several books. Let me pull it up here on my screen. Um, let's see. Uh, what are Adam's books? He wrote the, uh, originals, how nonconformist move the world. Um, he wrote give and take. I've read upstream. No, he didn't write upstream. Dan Heath did, um, give and take. Uh, originals. Those are his biggies. And, uh, I've read both of those. I found value in them, but Adam puts out little snippets on Instagram. He just puts out like two sentences every day on LinkedIn. He does the same thing. Let me give you an example. I love, like, this is one he wrote within the last week on LinkedIn where he's got something like, yeah, 3.1 million people following him. Okay, so if you don't know Adam, a lot of people do. I had not discovered him until like six months ago. By the way, he's an organizational psychologist, an organizational psychologist at Wharton, which is, if you don't know, I think most of you do, business school, East Coast. So this is a post. Success isn't something we become. It's a snapshot of a result we achieve. That's, That's Adam Grant. So it's something really smart that you have to stop for a second and think about. And then he writes this sentence, Phil Jackson put it in my favorite line from the last dance quote, this is something Phil Jackson, the coach of, of course, the, the world champion at the time, um, Chicago bulls. And then he went on to coach Kobe and Shaq and win championships at uh, the LA Lakers. Phil Jackson uh, said this quote, you're only a success at the moment you perform a successful act. And so that's what I love about Adam. He, he puts out these little snippets and it makes me think. I, I, I found his books good, but not, they just, you know, different flavors for different people, right? They weren't exceptional to me, but they were interesting. But I think he's really found his sweet spot in putting out a sentence or two a day. Success isn't something we become. I'm trying to become successful, right? I'm trying to be successful. And it's interesting to think, well, that's not who I'm becoming. That's different. Um, success is just a snapshot. So 
it doesn't define me totally. Anyway, it's just super interesting. So Adam Grant makes me think. I love what he says about um, leading organizations. Um, there's some content he puts out. I don't think he and I see eye to eye on political leanings. I'm glad he doesn't do much in the world of politics, but um, he's brilliant. And I, um, I, I, I really like 90% of his content. Number three on my list. If you've listened to this podcast for an extended period of time or you've gone through the various episodes and binge listened at some point, you know you won't be surprised at number three on my list, and that's Jeff Bezos, the founder CEO of Amazon. When Jeff speaks, I listen. He's obviously a flawed man. That's been proven in the last couple of years. Wow. I don't know what happened to him in the last couple of years to where he totally got distracted and seemed to become very concerned about vanity. But you know what? I guess that that's part of the human experience, right? It, that, that trap captures a decent amount of us for a period of time, hopefully not too long. Jeff is, <laughs> is, is yeah, anyway. But, but you cannot argue with what he accomplished at Amazon. And it wasn't an accident, you guys. As you read books about Jeff and as you um, analyze what he's done and as you walk into his company like I have and you spend time with leaders that he's hired and you look at the culture he's created as he's he started from just a tiny little you know online book company to a company now that is in you know it's buying and producing some of the biggest movies tv shows it's it's uh it's it's the backbone for so much of the internet with um with with their servers and 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 all that they do there and then you look at whole foods and then you look at two day shipping which nobody thought could happen and just on and on and on and on jeff is brilliant and um, i pay attention to what he says number two on my list somebody who again i'd put an explicit warning if you listen to the last episode 57 you know that i had somebody on on my list from numbers 10 through 6 that uh, earned this warning as well. Gary Vaynerchuk is number two on my list. That shouldn't surprise many of you who who listen consistently. Here's, and let me explain the explicit warning and and then I'll go into why Gary's number two, which is super high on my list. Gary's been in my top three probably for five years. So he is a consistent... um, uh, figure on on my list of people I'm listening to. So the explicit warning, Gary. When I first found Gary's book, Crush It, which was the first book he he um, wrote, and I actually bought the audi the the audible version of it, and I listened to it when I had a, an hour long commute each direction back when I was working in the media, and I wasn't sure. I got to this point in my life where I thought. You know, I think I'm I think I might actually leave the media. Traditional broadcast companies, news and sports companies are dying. They're not growing or and and I I don't want to be part of that for the next 20 to 30 years of my life. So and and I feel like I've learned 90% of the lessons that I came to the media business to learn and uh and i've achieved what i yeah so i i I might do something different and that's when i read crush it which is just a super small book and it i never thought about personal brand you guys i never thought about um i I just i i was a corporate citizen i reported for duty every morning and i helped the company and i put everything into it and i never really thought about my own individual brand and gary changed that for me and um, at that time, he started, you know, he was putting out content on YouTube. He was one of the first um, major creators on YouTube and just built a massive brand, 
company on 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 YouTube, and then that that went into Twitter, and he saw the opportunity that social media presented to grow businesses, and um, and so Gary did that. Well, at that time, he was. He, he he was somebody you could play clips or videos from in a corporate meeting. And I, in fact, when I left the media business, I bought Crush It for every single employee on my team. I just bought just tons. I bought boxes of the book and handed them out to everybody uh, for Christmas, I think, the, the year before I left. And um, because I wanted everyone to, to realize building your brand was 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 critical in the in the in the future economy. And uh, anyway, Gary was totally clean. And well, at some point he's from New Jersey, originally from Russia, but born and raised in New Jersey. So he loves four letter words, particularly one that starts with F. And uh, and so he at one point he just decided, you know what, I'm not going to hold back anymore. I'm just going to let it rip. And so if you're sensitive to that stuff like I am. Um, then it, it, it can be hard to, to find a ton of content that Gary puts out that doesn't, doesn't, uh, doesn't make you a little cautious now. So I put out that disclaimer at the same time. He's number two on my list because he's, he, here's what he does for me. He just pounds into my head, the need to hustle, the need to put in tons of effort. He reminds me to not get lazy, to not, um, to not slow down in what I'm trying to accomplish in the world. He reminds me, he, he stays on top of, he's got, I think now about 900 employees working for him in New York city and, uh, leading a media agency, a social media agency, marketing agency. And he just reminds, he's, he's on top of trends. He's on top of, um, what's happening. And so he helped, he helps me from the standpoint of motive, motivating me. And then, and then he also, um, helps me from the standpoint of keeping me up on the latest trends as it comes to uh, marketing and as it uh, relates to um, building your brand and re- finding customers and connecting with people on social media. Gary Vaynerchuk, most of you have to know who he is. Number one, who is the person that I am spending the most time and attention seeking out I'm just, I'm reading every word that they publish, every word that they produce. I'm watching them on social media. I'm consuming their content. Number one on my list would not have been number one just a few months ago, but they are a solid, solid number one on my list of the top 10 people I'm listening to or paying the most attention to right now. And that is Russell Brunson. Russell Brunson is number one on my list. Do you know who he is? I'm thinking most of you probably have no clue who Russell Brunson is. He, his latest book just came out within the last couple of weeks, 300, 350 pages. I consumed it in a weekend. It's called Traffic Secrets, the underground playbook for filling your website and funnels with your dream customers. Well, that sounds kind of boring, <laughs> maybe to some of you. But here's why I like Russell Brunson. Russell Brunson's built a company. He lives in Idaho. He's a family man, five kids, um, former college wrestler, and um, he's just really, really smart. He knows how to build businesses. He knows how to build brands. By the way, are you seeing a theme in several of these people who are on my list? He knows how to um, market and position and to get customers and clients in whatever industry you are. He knows how to, to lead a company. He knows how to lead people. So he's a marketing genius 
absolutely Russell Brunson's a marketing genius, which so much of success in business is knowing how to position, knowing how to find customers, knowing how to message, knowing how to present yourself. When people walk into your store or your office or your hospital, or they interact with you and, and knowing how, and, and so it's, uh, it's true for your brand. It's true. Meaning like the business brand, it's true for your personal brand. Russell's just, he's out there doing it. He's built a business that I don't know how much revenue they're generating. It's somewhere between half, half a billion and a billion. Now he's got hundreds of employees across the globe, um, located at different spots and he's, he's very well connected. And so he's written three books. The first one was com secrets, the second one is Expert Secrets, and the third one that just came out, like I mentioned, is Traffic Secrets. He hosts a podcast. That's where he started. He started creating content every day. I'm not a huge fan of his podcast, you guys. He, you know, you, you look at somebody like Joe Rogan, who's making tons of headlines in the podcast world right now, and Joe puts out these three-hour, two-and-a-half-hour episodes, and I go, oh, my gosh. Who in the world has two and a, I mean, I don't even get it. And yet Joe just signed a deal for over $100 million in, in the podcasting world. And how, how does he do that with two and a half, three hour or three and a half hour episodes? Who in the world has time to listen to that? Apparently somebody. Well, Russell Brunson's on the other side. He does like four minute, six minute, eight minute segments. I'm like, Russell, I need a little bit more meat in these. But anyway, he's got a podcast. He's written these three books. Expert Secrets is a must read for anyone who's trying to position themselves in their company, in their industry, in the world as uh, as an expert or as an authority, somebody who knows, has value and can help people. Again, doesn't matter the industry. Russell Brunson's just, he's, an, he's just really masterful at knowing how to position yourself. Um, so I highly, highly recommend Expert Secrets. He gets into that book, by the way, he gets into this funnel world. And if you don't know what funnels are, it's when you go to a website and they try to get you, you know, they ask for your email and then they, they sell you this and then they upsell you on that. And they, they, they build you into their, their, uh, their tribe, if you will, their, their membership. And that, that may not be appealing to you or you may hate that, but Russell Brunson has built massive businesses off of that. So that's what funnels mean. It's the, you put people through the marketing funnel. So part of his, part of his books and his content is about funnels and uh, that some of that's interesting to me, but he loses me on some of it. That's not what interests me the most about Russell Brunson. It's how do you be a solid family guy? He's in the same faith I am, which I just happened to discover long after I started listening to him. So he's a man of faith. Who cares what faith it is? He's, uh, but he's a family man trying to balance a family of seven. He's trying to be um, a, a great individual when it comes to representing his faith in an appropriate way and being true to it. And then he's trying to build a business and he's trying to build his own brand. He's trying to help others. And so I look at it and I go, wow, I think he's nailing it. And, uh, and I want to be associated with people. I want to spend time around, even if that's just with listening to their voice in my, with my AirPods or reading their books, I want to be, I want to surround myself with people who are, winning, who are struggling through it and figuring it out. The more time I can spend with people like that, 
the greater the odds are that I'm going to be successful. And so those are the people whose voices I'm listening to in my head. Those are the people whose videos I'm watching on YouTube. Those are the people whose books I'm reading. Those are the people I'm following on Instagram. You know, I did something interesting. In fact, Russell suggested it, and I, I, I thought it was wise. I unfollowed a ton of people on social media. And I'm now not using it, uh, whether it's Instagram or Facebook or whatever it might be. I'm not using it really, you guys, that much anymore for personal connection, meaning um, looking at people's family pictures or whatever else. I do a little bit of that, but most of the people now, uh, it, Russell Brunson calls them your dream 100, right? That's not something he invents, but he, he invented, but he talks a lot about it. And so I'm, I'm looking for my dream 100, meaning the 100 people who are crushing it, who are succeeding, who are doing it the right way, who I can learn from, who are putting them, they're not on the sideline, they're on the field, right? They're on the court and I'm watching them. And so those are actually the people now who I follow on Instagram and who I pay attention to on Facebook or LinkedIn. It's, I tried to remove as much of the noise as I possibly could and just in my feed now, just have people who are making me better. So I open up Instagram and instead of it being either political rantings or Facebook, political rantings or people yelling at each other or a family fight or whatever it might be that's on any of those platforms, I'm, I'm now when I open those apps up, it's people who like Adam Grant saying success isn't something we become. It's a snapshot of a result we achieve. And so now when I open Instagram, I'm thinking and I'm, I'm coming up with better ideas and I'm watching a quick Instagram story from somebody who's trying to balance the things I'm balancing. So anyway, that is my top 10 list. Again, if we recorded this episode again in like three or four weeks, my list would be a little bit different. That's who's on it today. Who did I miss you guys? Who, who, who did I not get on the list? Who am I not paying attention to that? You're thinking how in the world did this person not make the list? I want you to direct message me. So just in, in, the, in the show notes right there in the podcast app you're listening to, just swipe up, swipe over. You'll see the link to russhill.com. You'll see the link to me on LinkedIn or Instagram or whatever else. Just connect with me on whatever social media platform is your favorite and then shoot me a direct message and say, Russ, how did this person not make your list? Or have you ever heard of that person? Recommend people. I want you. Some of you have already done that since I recorded the last episode. I love it. And keep those coming because that's how I discover people who will be on my future top 10 list. Okay. That does it for this episode of Decide to Lead. Connect with me on social media. Subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. And even more importantly, if you find value, you all, in these episodes, will you do me a huge favor? Tell somebody. Thanks. Talk to you soon.